What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast. Something I've been waiting to say for a long time. Oh, it's yeah. back for at least one episode here. Let's go. We're back. <laughs> let's start with one and then let's go from there. Sorry for the hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan is here and Rich is here as well. Yo, yo. What's going on, everyone? And um, it's been a while since I said that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> feels good right oh. it does it does we gotta get back in this no. in the groove yeah it's been a long time everybody so i appreciate all the love out there and um i was talking to my boy uh greg cuff group home greg sent me a picture of his handsome little son tommy man and then he's like yo by the way what's up with the podcast Whoa. so that was like the 57th person in the last three months that i heard from um that we've been off or so it's just it's a little rough you know with life yeah. going on but we've really been talking about it so much to get back at it you know all all of us once again we've talked about before have jobs so it's like now we got to do this at eight o'clock at night and you know sneak it in real quick after putting the kids to sleep working <laughs> studying for a test whatever yeah. the heck else we're doing in the streets out here you know what i'm saying oh yeah life updates happy to have you is that Life updates, you know? Life updates. That's how it rolls, man. You know what's funny about the videos? I can only see the top of Rich's head. <laughs> like on, everyone can't see the video. It was your, Rich. It was just the top of your head right here. <laughs> but, yo, these two guys here, I know everyone's been away for a while, but the family fantasy football. Oh. About that. <laughs> that we're in. Came down to two people, obviously, in the championship game. It was Rich's team versus Ryan's team. So, Rich, since you won the championship, let's hear from the champion about what you thought about your year and how the battle went at the end. Uh, as it, my, my team was pretty pretty average all year. You know, they just put up consistent points. You know, like going back through, I was looking. You know, my team, like, put up, like, 120 consistently. And that's what wins you games when you're consistent. You know, I, I didn't really have any crazy stars. You know, the... The two good stars I had, I traded to Ryan, who I played <laughs> in the championship. Justin Jefferson and Leonard Fournette, you know, mm-hmm. who who killed it. But, uh, you know, Joe Mixon was consistent all year. Uh, picked up Hunter Renfro. Yeah, there we go. Right. <laughs> picked him Renfro. up. He was consistent he was for the guy. last, you know, basically since Darren Waller went out, he was consistent. Yeah, that was Derek Carr's target, you know. Um, Mark Andrews, beast. You know, Lamar Jackson I had. He went down the last couple games of the season. You know, I had to pick up some waiver quarterbacks. Went with Carson Wentz one week. I went with uh, Huntley a couple weeks, you know. But, uh, you know, the big, the, my biggest pickup of the year, and Pat's going to hate it, but was Rex Burkhead in the <laughs> semis. You know, he put up 30 points for me against him, and that, and that was huge. And, mm-hmm. you know, just be, being consistent. And that's basically what my team was. No. Yeah, they were consistent, man. I remember playing both of you guys during the year, and me and Ryan traded as well. But that trade, when it went down with you, with Jefferson to Ryan, and then I believe it was later on, correct me if I'm wrong, that, that the Leonard Fournette went down. It was, two, it was two separate trades for those guys. Correct, correct, yeah. Also, Leonard Fournette was not doing what Leonard Fournette was doing yet until he hopped on the Ryan's team. Literally that week, he hopped on the yeah. Ryan's team. What was it, 44 points? Yeah, yep, something like that started blowing up it was crazy so from your point of view right how do you feel how do you feel like your year went and then i'll talk about my miserable year not that miserable, <laughs> but not, that, not as good as you two guys um how do you feel your year went and what happened in the championship game well you know I'll, I'll just start out because we haven't been doing the podcast and we missed out on the whole season i know last year and in past years we usually our listeners can go week by week seeing what how things are going 
Um, but I'll, I'll give him a quick recap of the whole season. For me, my draft was terrible. Awful. Um, I, I really felt confident going into the season with the guys I had. Um, I drafted a ton of busts at the wide receiver position. Uh, and I just, by week six, I was one in five, I'm pretty sure. And I pretty much just said, you know what? I'm scrapping this whole team. Starting back from, you know, because I was in, if we got listeners that have been listening for, you know, over a year now, I was in the championship last year. And I was, I had the strategy going in. I stuck to it all year. And then this year I flipped the whole thing for the draft. And I was like, yo, why did I do that? So get into trades, get into week six. I was like, let me try to, you know, trade for the guys that I probably would have drafted if I stuck to my, to my strategy. So I, I had Kyler Murray. I traded him away um, to Eddie, I believe, who had Debo Samuel. I traded, got Debo Samuel. Um, Before Debo Samuel started being Debo Samuel too. Right. The thing about Ryan's team is that it hit. The guys hit when they got to his yep. squad. They, they they felt the good vibes over there. They were like, you know they what? Did. I remember how to play football again. Mm-hmm. I like my owner. I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah. It was a locker room situation where I got everyone in. Everyone was together. But really? my squad I, – so I got rid of the quarterback, right? And I went – last year I streamlined quarterbacks all year. I went back to that. I stream. I had probably 10 different quarterbacks all year. Um, but – I stuck with my receivers. I got my receiving core. I got Jefferson from Rich. I got Debo from from Eddie. And I got Tyreek Hill from Mike. Uh, My running backs, I got lucky with some pickups, but I I got Fournette off Rich as well. Um, I had Cordero Patterson from Mike, who in in Yahoo Fantasy, you could play him at running back or wide receiver, which was nice. He did some good stuff for me. Uh, I got Dalton Schultz from Mike as well. Who, who had a consistent few few weeks. Um, and then at the Flex, I had a pickup every week. I picked up uh, I picked up Ingram when, when Camaro went down. I picked up, you know, I had Amon Ross St. Brown for a few weeks before he was what he turned into. I wish I hung on to him, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, I picked up Sony Michelle uh, at the right time. And I was just making good pickups for my Flex and then streamlining the right defense at the right time. But... Uh, I'll wrap it up just to say my semifinal performance. Uh, I, I feel real bad for for who who was I playing? Dom. Yeah, T Higgins on his bench with forty five, and that would have killed me. Uh, but I'm going down. I'm going into the Monday night game down twenty. Guy like me picks up the Dolphins defense. The rest is history against against the third string rookie. They score twenty five, puts me in the championship, and then. My guys just didn't show up. My star players just didn't show up. Uh, Tyreek Hill was still dealing with COVID complications. He was exhausted, didn't really run many routes. Uh, Jefferson didn't have Kirk Cousins. Um, I lost Fournette to injury. Ronald Jones got hurt mid-game. And just, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. But I'm really, really happy with the year I had, given how I started. I'm happy with my moves. And I really... stings to come in second two years in a row um but this year wasn't as bad of a loss as last year last year was the camara 56 point record breaking day and i still only lost by about eight but this this year is just my guys didn't show up and you know it happens so but i think it's funny because that camara issue that happened to you last year that was ridiculous in the championship game really in the semifinal, you getting miami's d to get all those points mm-hmm. 
you and, needed it. Oh, and him sitting T. Higgins too. So yeah, it could have happened to me again. But you know what I'm saying, yeah, 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 it's it's crazy, man. When it comes down to fantasy football, little things like that happen. And Rich picking up Rex Burkhead mm-hmm. in the semifinal was huge. You know what I'm saying? Huge for his team. The trades that you made, and you could tell by when he said from Mike, from Mike, from Mike, (laughs) from Rich, from Eddie, he went shopping around to everybody and said, listen, I can't sit with this team. I need to get a better team. I wish more people did that, and I wish I traded a little bit less. You know, So don't be so against trades because you could – your game turn your whole season around so i know for me ryan like you know gets the vote for gm of the year to switch that around like that and make it in the finals at least for my book but what a pickup by rex burkhead in the semi-final (laughs) mind-blowing to me i wouldn't have done it rich so congratulations to you Mm -hmm. my team i mean made the playoffs and i was really in first place for like like the first maybe a couple weeks in a row maybe like the first five weeks or something like in a row and then I felt like I needed to make a move at running back to get a better running back. I wound up trading some guys to get Zeke from Ryan. And um, I thought it was a good move for me because I was I was confident in my wide receiving core and my tight end. I had Darren Waller at the time. I got it so I can give up Schultz. But I think one too many trades this year for me. I got to find a happy medium where I'm okay with some of my guys and, you know, maybe the other ones – I'm on the fence with try to look for new guys, you know, in those positions mm-hmm. just to get better because I had the team, man. I, I gave up those guys to Ryan. I gave up Eckler to Pat in the beginning, oh, which really a- messed me up. Yep. That was my backbreaker, but team greatness, man, went down yeah. with a flame. <clears throat> you know what I just remembered that I completely forgot? I had McCaffrey on my team. Oh, yeah. And then number one pick, right? Yeah. Number one, that was, that was me last year. I had McCaffrey all year, and he didn't do anything for me, but I somehow made it. <laughs> it's a huge loss, Rich, to have and then make it to the final and win, man. Yeah. It's really big. The NFL has been on fire, obviously, and the season is over. And um, my team is in the playoffs. Wayne's team is in the playoffs. Yes, sir. Rich's team is not in the playoffs. You're the welcome, Ravens. <laughs> I got, I'm thinking Ravens. Trevor Lawrence, too. <laughs> so was everyone else that's in in that made it trevor lawrence man re- resurrected many teams and even gave people chances he made week 18 in the nfl a success yes for the NFL oh, on trevor lawrence so thank trevor lawrence but with the cowboys making it we'll get to them and the, and the steelers making it to the playoffs let's just talk about the ravens rich for a second here it's the disappointment what needs to change what do you think happened I don't think anything needs to change. I just think we got hit with too many injuries. I mean, I'm, I'm just guessing, but I'm going to say like 20, 20 guys were probably out on injury. You know, losing Marcus Peters, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, um, Lamar the Jackson. Of the year, right? Yeah. At the beginning of the year, those three guys you just named before the yeah. season even started. Lamar Jackson goes down. Um, you know, does uh, Sammy Watkins even play towards the end of the season? I think he went down. Mm-hmm. And that, that whole defense, I think every single one of our DBs were hurt. You know, we, we were playing with third stringers. I think, you know, if we just have a healthy team, we could compete. I mean, we were 9-7, nine and, nine and seven, correct? Or 9-8? and eight? I forget what our record was. 8-9. Oh, yeah. What? 8-9, and nine, I'm pretty sure. All right, 8-9, whatever it is. But, you know, we were competing all year. We had some huge wins in the beginning of the season. And then our team just fell apart. And nothing you could do when you get hit with the injury bug. Yeah. No, that's that's not what I would have thought out of the Ravens this year. I'll tell you right now, finishing last in the division, 
definitely not that. I thought they would definitely make the playoffs. I didn't think the Steelers were to be would to be honest. No. And the fact that they're in is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I mean if we go back, I think one of the last episodes we did, um, Mike, me, and you were talking about our expectations for this upcoming uh, season, and I, I mean I think my analysis was pretty spot on. I I was saying how you know it's going to be Ben's last year. Uh, I'm not expecting too much out of him, um, but I don't think it's going to be as abysmal of a season as everyone was, you know, projecting for us. Uh, a lot of Steelers fans were really pessimistic about it too. That I spoke to, just ready for you know get Ben out of there. Which at this point, I, you know, I <laughs> it is what it is. I, I think I'm ready. I think everyone, all the Steelers fans, are ready now for to get him out of there. But beginning of the season, um, we had a lot of opportunities to you know come in with with an open mind and I think that's what I did and I think the Steelers are gonna have some fun in the playoffs <laughs> but you know I'm not expecting to see them for too much longer I'm, I'm more so preparing for next year but I'm excited to get to root for them one more week at least did you hear, you heard, did you hear the comment what'd you say did you hear the Ben Roethlisberger comment yes yes I I think that that's sort of his play at at trying to get everyone to think he's just giving up when he, and then he should come out and, you know, play normal. I think behind the scenes, uh, he think he might've reached out to Najee and been like, Hey, uh, I'm just, obviously that's not what I mean, but you got to put on a certain, you got to play. It's a little bit of a mind game. You got to use your advantages where you can. If you come in being underestimated, then maybe you have a little bit of a chance, but I don't think he actually meant, you know, we have no chance, we stink, we're the worst team in the playoffs. I think it's just kind of a gamesmanship a little bit from Um Rich, I don't know what I don't know what he meant, Rich. And you know, it's the I wish we had Pat on too, because he probably said the same thing Ryan just said. Steeler fans break things down on their team way different <laughs> than the rest of us would. Yes. That's fine. And I love it because I do the same thing to the Cowboys to figure exactly. out I could deflect what the heck this <laughs> guy just said now i gotta now i gotta feel this guy's comments all day today (laughs) like you know as a group you understand that we probably aren't supposed to be here we're probably not a very good football team out of the 14 teams i think are in we're probably number 14 we don't have a chance let's just go in have fun silly once again i just don't think it's a comment you need to make rich what do you think as a raven fan what do you when you hear that shove your hate to the side for a second and just look at that as like if you you when you heard it, would you hear? Would you? Would you think? To be honest, I, I don't think he's the only one on that team that thinks that. You know, he's just being honest. I mean, they probably are the worst team in the playoffs. And by him you coming, say out that, saying, how do you say but, that? Though? But it, because I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. As the as the quarterback, I don't know how you say it, but that's why I don't know. think it. You could think right. it, but it's, it it can't come out, especially to the press, like to the media. Right. Like if it's if he said it and someone was recording him and you know it was behind closed yeah. doors, that's when I would think like, okay, he means that. But I think when to the press, like I think you know it's the narrative that that's you know we probably don't even belong in the playoffs, which is I think might be the truth. But like mm. no one, like I don't think he full wholeheartedly believes that we that they have no chance. Like that, those are the parts when he says that, then it's like okay. What what do you let Mason Rudolph play the game then? You know, like if you don't care that much, so, so I don't think it's it's to that degree. But I do think that you know, 
I, I mean, I think we might be one of the worst teams in the playoffs, if not the worst. Um, hey, any given Sunday, look what the Jags did to the Colts, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that this defense comes think. in hot into Kansas City to be a whole different ballgame. We know Patrick Mahomes struggled a little bit this year. You know, that offense struggled a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. They could turn it into a defensive game and get Najee going. Yeah. Steelers could, unfortunately, <laughs> get a win. It, de- it definitely could. What I think happened, though, is I think he wanted to end it on a high note, beat Baltimore, walk off the field. He had the he had the standing ovation the week before, last game in Pittsburgh. Boom, boom, back-to-back wins. How do you beat that? It don't. And I think he wanted to walk off into the sunset. I don't think he wants to take an L and a huge L in the, in the fact that it could just look ugly. It doesn't matter, you know, an L's network. It could look ugly, like an ugly L now playing in the playoffs. I think he wanted to walk off in the sunset with those two perfect wins. But what's better than walking off to the sunset by winning a Super Bowl? There we Rich, go. 100%. The bus did it. Ray Lewis did it. The Ravens wasn't a top team when they won the Super Bowl when he retired. You know, like anything's possible. Once you get into the playoffs, it's a whole new season. Yeah, I completely 100%. agree. Yeah. One game. It's one game. It's not a series like the NBA or NHL. You you come in on Sunday, and I think, Rich, you, you nailed it. If the, they're going to have any sort of path to victory, it has to be that. They have to slow the game down, uh, stay on, the, keep the Chiefs' offense off the field, and when they are on the field, have their defense ready to go. But – you know, I mean, so we'll get to the an- analysis of the game in a second. I'm just, I'm just breaking down the comment. I'm just thinking that's where the comment comes from. Is I just had a walk off season, Jordan last shot type stuff, and now I got to go take an L, and that's going to be my last one. That's what he was thinking in his head. I think he really meant what he said. It just shouldn't have came out, and it's just. I just wanted to hear what the Pittsburgh Steelers fans hmm. were saying out there. They're all, they're all saying the same thing. That's a good thing. Before we jump into. My team, the Cowboys. I wanted you. To, I, I, this is for the Eagle fans out there. When Frankie is not out to defend himself, so Frankie says to me when when he thinks about his season because we would have discussed the Eagles, and that's why I bring this up. If he was here, um, but he's semi-retired, no problem. Frankie hits me with we we had had a great year, given it was a rebuild year. Was that ever discussed? Is that ever a thing? Like the Eagle? Would you both consider Eagles in the rebuild year? Uh, I mean, no, <laughs> but yeah. I think that Eagles fans or wh- whoever is, is considering that because of the whole Carson Wentz deal. But if you, th- if you think about it, they already committed to Jalen Hurts last year. So it's not like, you know, I think a rebuild year is, is you know, the Jaguars going out and grabbing, you know, or the Giants or like what they're going to have to do. Going out, you grab a new quarterback you start over with new coach, new, you know, I guess maybe that's, is this, uh, is this, is that a new coach, Sirianni's first year? First no? year. It is? Yes. So so maybe that I could see as, as being considered and the Carson Wentz deal being that they have picks. But in terms of like a full rebuild year, they didn't unload like, you know, Miles Sanders and, you know, the all the superstars and get build up on picks. They unloaded yeah. a guy that they already were moving away from anyway. So and Ertz too. They were moving away from him too. Yeah. And they had Dallas Goddard who filled filled in perfect. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of rebuild, I guess you could say because you got some picks, but you were already moving away from those guys regardless of what you were doing. So I don't know right. about rebuild year, but I mean, it's rebuild year. <sighs> no. 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 Rebuild year, see, 
No. I wouldn't consider, like, next year when we, to, not to bring it back to the Steelers, but next year when we don't have Ben, I wouldn't consider that a rebuild year. We're going to need a new quarterback, but, like, that's it. We yeah. have pieces everywhere else. I'm saying. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. I don't want to make sure. I want to make sure I'm not hating. I want to make <laughs> sure I'm, you know, like, thinking about things. I want to hear what everybody else has to say before I formulate my opinion. The Cowboys had an okay year. And people might say when they hear this, what's an okay, how do you say it's an okay year? They won the East. They're whatever, third or fourth in the no, NFC. No, the Cowboys had a good year. They had a good year. It's not and, over but yet. Any, and any much any much beyond good is is whatever because there's a lot of games we we should have won and I, and I know there's a lot of games that a lot of teams should have won but the squad that we have and the potential we have there's not a lot of teams in the NFL who have that at least on paper and on the field though from when I see it and they just didn't they just didn't do it consistently they they were too dependent on the defense I felt like this year which played very very well but the offense didn't complement it as much as it should have mm-hmm. when it needed to. So, whatever. Great. We had a great year. I got to cheer a lot. I felt pretty good. I didn't have to get too much hate on Cowboys from everybody else. So, Cowboys, you know, like I said, win the East. They're in the playoffs. Great. It's awesome. So, I'm happy about that. Now, where do we go from here? We go to – now the games are going to be played. And Rich gets to approach this. You know, he don't have a team, so he doesn't have to be nervous the day of the games. He kind of could just enjoy them for what they are. Let's break them down. You know, for what they are. So Saturday, the first game, I believe, is the Bengals versus the Raiders, correct? Yes. Yes. Let's start there. Bengals, Raiders. Rich, who do you got? Huh? We going points or just who's going to win the game? So you're looking for the spread? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Since he's given five let's and do, a half. Yeah, let's do both. Let's do both. I like it. Give, give the breakdown of, of the game just, you know, as football. You know, winner, winner, loser, and then whoever, if you're going to pick a winner, just say if they cover, if it's the favorite, okay. obviously. Well, I'm going Bengals both. I think they cover the five and a half and they get the win. Okay. Playing at home, playoff game, Joe Burrow, Chase, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, you know, I just think they have a little bit too much star power for Oakland to stay with. And Oakland's a hit or miss team, I think, in my opinion. You never know what you're going to get with them. You know, they could come out and just completely lay an egg. Mm-hmm. Or they come out and they compete like they did against the Chargers. But uh, yeah. I just think I think the Raiders, uh, you know, they, they they come up a little short in this game. And Cincinnati moves on. You got Cincy and you got them giving five, too. Five and a half. You take a money line and, and you still believe that five and a half is a good pick for anybody that's betting. Yep. 5.5. Oh, wow, dang. I didn't even realize that. Okay. I like that. And I agree with you, Rich. I think Oakland can lay an egg. I don't think Oakland does lay an egg, but... Vegas now. Remember, West Coast <laughs> coming to East Coast. Yes, Early right. game. Not Oakland. Not Oakland. The Raiders. The Raiders, <laughs> I agree, could lay an egg. They won't. I don't believe they will. Yeah. I think they'll use Josh Jacobs enough just to break down that Bengals defense a little bit. But I think that Bengals defense is really good. I also have Cincinnati winning um, five and a half. Agree with that, Rich. I'll go Cincinnati giving five and a half too. Um, I think Joe Mixon has a good game. I think Jamar Chase has a de- had decently pretty good game as well, but I think they lean on the other two boys, Boyd and Higgins, a little bit more 
Jamar coming off of that huge game. I think there's a little more emphasis on him. Maybe he gets the high safety at times, and they leave Higgins and Boyd open, and then Mixon can run through the hole. So I think that's a really exciting game. Though what a year. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and the Bengals and their coach, and them winning the AFC North in both of y'all's faces. That's tough to have them Bengals get that, man. But So I got ben, I got Cincy. I got the plus five and a half. What do you think, Ryan? Who you got? It's, I mean, it's real tough, like you were saying, to, to have them in the AFC North because I do like the Bengals roster right now. I, I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. Jamar Chase the stud. Joe Mixon has been playing well. Um, I'm going to go Bengals. Um, I am going to go with the Raiders to cover the spread, though. I, I think Ooh. that it's going to be – I think there's a lot of lack of experience uh, in terms of playoffs for, for the Bengals. Um, I think that um, – I'm not saying that's going to matter in, the, in terms of winning the game, but I think towards the end they could give up some opportunities, uh, maybe, for, maybe for like a backdoor cover. So – I, I, in terms of covering a spread, I think that they'll be winning all game. I definitely think they dominate this game, but in terms of closing out a game, it's going to be tough. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my money on them covering the five and a half. If you know they leave the back door open for a Derek Carr last second drive, kick the onside kick to try and get a field goal type situation. Now you, now you lose by, now they win by four or five, and everyone loses their money. So, um, but yeah, I got Bengals winning it. I, I think this one. This one, they're going to... I think it might be a shootout, honestly. I think this one has has shootout potential. Nice to see. I would love that for the first game in the playoffs to come out and be a shootout and Mm -hmm. we get to be really entertained. Uh, Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills. This game is in Buffalo. Ryan, who you got? I don't know the line. Rich, if you know the line or Ryan, you know it. Shout that out. Uh, Yeah, so so the line for it is the Bills minus 4, minus 3.5 in some places. Um. Oh man. Uh, I see in Buffalo minus four. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Buffalo minus four. Did I say Patriots? Um. I don't know. I no, was. I, pay, I wasn't paying attention. Oh. Okay. I was yeah. looking up the spread. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. We got the same same one then. But uh, I think this one might be the toughest one to call uh, for me personally. Um. But I'm just gonna ride with. I'm gonna ride with who I think has the better talent on the field. Uh, I think the players win the games at the end of the day, and I'm going to ride with the Buffalo Bills. Um, And that four is weird. I I don't know what the minus four is all about. Uh, That three is the magic number right there. Um, But I'll I'll, I'll ride with them. I'll I'll go Buffalo Bills minus four. I think they have the talent, and um, they have talent on both sides of the ball, and I'm going to go with Buffalo. What do you guys think? What's the weather? Does anyone know what the weather is going to be? Cause oh man! Remember last game when they played? It was it was like fifty five mile per hour winds. Yep. Um, what's his face? Mac Jones threw the ball twice. They ran the ball for four hundred thousand yards. Mm-hmm. Um, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Buffalo really depends on Josh Allen to throw Both the degrees. ball. Twelve degrees. <coughs> Twelve degrees Saturday. Four degrees at night. The wind, the wind is gonna be cool. Doesn't say any wind. Cold, I'm not concerned about. But though it may slow down the ball, whatever. Josh Allen's got to throw the ball a lot, man. He had to do that a lot this year. Um, didn't run it as much as he did, and used to. Um, 
or for him to throw the ball a lot. The Patriots defense is stingy, man. It's gonna be a this is gonna be one of those tough wins, I feel like, for Buffalo. The Patriots do a stingy all year, they make you work for every single thing. Um if the Buffalo Bills could put up points early, could put Mac Jones out. You know, I don't think Mac Jones could put up points and that Patriots offense could put up points, you know, if they're down 14 nothing, 21 nothing, and they got to start taking shots. Buffalo's defense, I believe Frankie sent that in the chat, was like ranked first in like almost everything this year. They have a very good defense as well. Patriots are going to be riding, you know, Harris and and Ramondre Stevens. Um, I got Buffalo. I got the four as well. I think this is going to be one of those drag-out games. I'm excited to see it. All right. What do you think, Rich? Uh, this is my upset of the week. Oh. I'm going Patriots. I'm going Patriots in this. I just think Belichick and this type of game in the playoff, most experience out of everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think he. I just think he gets his team to play, and I think this is going to be a smash mouth game, defensive game. Uh, I personally think the Patriots' run game is way better than the Bills. And I think mm-hmm. with the defense and the Patriots run game, they're not going to want Mac Jones to do a lot, but he's just going to have to do enough to get the win. And I'm going Patriots win by a field goal. Close game. Wow. Dang, low, Rich. low scoring game too. I'm going to say like 20 to 17. Okay. Dang. That, Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, big Mike. <laughs> yep. Yep. Big Mike. Mike's dad is a uh, Bills fan. He's not going to be happy to hear that one back, but I, I Rich, like that yeah, analysis, yeah, yeah. Rich. I like that. I, I think that if if the Patriots are to win, that's the type of game they're going to have to make it. It's going to be cold, you know, and Belichick could get his players to play, and I just think it's going to be a smash-mouth game, and I think uh, Patriots are going to come up big. Mm-hmm. At the Patriots and getting four. Yeah, I think they win by three. So they... um, Wow, interesting, Rich. You think that's the upset of the week this week? I could see it there. I don't know if I would view that as an upset. I think both of these teams, though they're ranked, you know, three for the Bills, six for the Patriots, I think they're pretty similar all year. You know, like the Patriots was really good, were really good all year. They were at the top of the at AFC at one point, um, won a bunch of games. Um, Buffalo looked really good and then struggled a little bit. This is going to be a heck yeah. of a game. The first time they played, the uh, Patriots beat them 14 to 10. The second time they played, Buffalo beat them thirty-three to twenty-one. So this shows you this game could go either way. Yeah, yeah. I see it going the first way. Low scoring, Patriots get the win. Okay. Eagles Buccaneers Sunday, one o'clock game. Eagles get in as a wild card team. Tampa finishes two. Tom Brady and those boys hosting the Eagles at Raymond James Stadium. Man, um, I. I, I, I think the Buccaneers are going to win. Uh, I, I didn't want to draw the Buccaneers. We played them game uh, the first game of the year, the Cowboys, and I think the Cowboys should have beat them then. Um, and I know they're hurt in a lot of positions, especially wide receiver at this point right now and running back, the Buccaneers. But I still wouldn't want to play Tom Brady this early in the playoffs. You know, maybe they take another injury and you could help out and you can get a little bit better, you know, a little bit more of a, Less of a risk. I don't know. Tom Brady scares me in the playoffs, man. Can't go against him. I think he, I think he beats this team up, though. I think they pick this team apart. I think they pick the Eagles apart and beat them up. I think the defense strangles, you no, know, the offense. 
the Tampa defense. I think they just like stop the run. They can't throw on them. I think they really show out the Buccaneers. I think they got something to prove. And on Buccaneers, baby. And it's not because I I don't like the Eagles. It's just because the Buc- <laughs> the Buccaneers are tough, man. Yeah, reigning champs. Yeah, Rich, what do you think? And that line's eight and a half, by the way. You think they cover that, Mike? Eight and a half. A lot of points, man. Um, if I'm rolling with the Bucks, I roll with the Bucks all the way. Covered eight and a half, but oof. Whoa. All right. Yeah. yeah. If it was all seven, right. be, I'd feel a little bit better. Six and a half, seven, I'd be feeling a little bit better. But we'll roll with them. Eight and a half. I think this is going to be a close game the whole way. To be honest, I think I think the Oops. Eagles kind yeah, I, I actually think the Eagles are going to lead most of this game, and Tom Brady's going to have to do a fourth-quarter comeback. That, that offense is just it's no Fournette, no Godwin, no Brown. I mean, <clears throat> we, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with that offense, and that defense hasn't been great this year. You know, if, if the Eagles get that run game going, they, they throw some passes to Godwin and, and Devontae Smith. I, I, I see the Eagles showing up, but not finishing strong and they're going to lose so i'll take the patriot i mean the uh, buccaneers winning but the eagles covering the spread rich does this change your mind at all um i believe that <laughs> is, for, is fournette coming back i believe that fournette has a chance to play they off lenny baby yeah so um i'm not entirely sure if if he's back if he's fully back um and you know in what capacity that looks like but I, I do think that he is back in, in, no, um, I'll keep. in some capacity. But you that's one of those game-time decisions where you just have to take a look at it when it happens. But um, does that does that change anything for you? Nope, I stand where I Okay. And with what I said. All right. Interesting. Very interesting this is to me. Okay, all right. Don't think that this is yeah a little too much for the Eagles at this point right now. Tom Brady at home. No, to be honest, I don't. That Patriot team, when I look at it, it doesn't Eagle team. It, 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 the what did I say? Patriots. So, oh dang, I keep on saying Patriots. The <laughs> Buccaneers team doesn't impress me. That offense doesn't scare me. Tom Brady's good, but I just think it's not <clears throat> what it could be. All right. And uh, here's here's the the official the official report on on Fournette is they activated him from the IR and he practiced Wednesday, so um, I don't obviously they're not talking about limiting his snaps or anything like that. But he's been on that injured reserve for three games now, so I think it could have an, have some effect. Um, but definitely having him back is going to be more of a of a plus than a minus for sure, mm-hmm. especially with Ronald Jones being out. He's doubtful for the game. Um, all I'm that be on Bell too. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn, I think as well. Oh, yep. Um, but I think all that being said, uh, um, I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers. Uh, yeah. I don't think they cover though. I think the eight and a half is a lot for a playoff game, especially. Um, I think that the offense hasn't looked as dynamic i do agree with you mike i do think the defense is going to be real stingy for the uh against the eagles um i think that they're going to step up when they need to i think i agree they have been lackluster lately and i think that this is the time for them to step up 
um, and be be the forefront of the of this team right now. But I do think that um, Mike Evans and some some combination Amen. of Fournette and whatever whoever else is in the backfield and and Gronk is going to be a little bit too much. Um, but I I see this more as a touchdown win. Uh, not not exactly the eight and a half to, because if you really think about that, it's going to be have to be something like a ten point win, uh, mm-hmm. to really cover that eight and a half. Because I mean, nine point victories are so rare. Um, but anything could happen. I th- I think that obviously the Buccaneers have the experience, and mm-hmm. uh, I think they get this victory. I do too, definitely. A Cowboys Forty Niners. Sunday at 4.30. Whoa. This one, I'm very interested to hear what both of you have to say about this. Um, a lot of people all of a sudden came out of the woodworks in the 49ers, <laughs> guys, man. Um, shout out to Pat. You know, Pat, we talk about him all the time. All of a sudden, he's a Niner fan. Jimmy G's 43. My gosh. Um, some experts, so-called, on ESPN and all these other networks out there telling me, man, oh, man, the Niners, bad matchup, bad matchup for the Cowboys, bad matchup for everybody, they say, too, but especially the Cowboys. <laughs> um, I just don't know where it's coming from. Maybe you guys could break it down for me, but I'm asking a couple people while I'm at work today and throughout my travels, and a lot of them are just saying, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I didn't see the 49ers as really a threat all year. I think that they were okay team, but never a team that I would say, man, that's not a team I want to, you know, I don't want to play or that's a bad matchup for me. So, Ryan, what do you think? You start with this one. Yeah, so so I'll, I'm going to first start off with giving giving 49ers the credit for what they've done in terms of turning it around this season. They, they have been, to Pat's point, they have been plagued with injuries, um, not getting all their guys at once, not being fully healthy. Jimmy G something with his thumb, something with his knee, something with everything uh, here and there. But I do think that they will, they do have a really strong running game. I think their defensive line is really good. Um, they're, they're really creative with their play calling and getting their guys into space. Um, they use Debo Samuel so well. Uh, the wide receivers are stepping up. Juwan Jennings, I think, is, is their other wide receiver stepping up now. All that being said, I think the Cowboys are gonna gonna come out with with fire this game. I think that their defense is gonna put a stop to, you know, the weapons that that the 49ers have, and I think that the offense does enough. I think that they they Dak leads them to a solid couple of drives that they need, and I agree, Mike. I think that all season the games that they didn't win that they should have were when they relied too heavily on the defense and they weren't putting up the points that they needed to and the play calling maybe was wasn't what it should be. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Cowboys here. I'm gonna go with Cowboys and covering the three. That's what you got, man. No, I'm I'm pretty much gonna second everything Ryan said. Uh I think that defense comes out hot. I, you know, Parson comes back from from COVID, right? He was out for the COVID situation. Um that defense is just great. Uh, Parsons gonna be all over that field. He's gonna be chasing down Debo, I think, the whole game, and that's gonna that's gonna affect the 49ers game plan right there. You know, you got Diggs. That's I, I'm calling a pick in this game from him. Nice. And, and I'm putting this game on Dak, man. I think Dak has an awesome game. I think he throws for 300 with like three or four touchdowns. So I, 
I, I think they're going to try to run. And it's that offensive line. I know you guys are getting some of your linemen back, and they bend back. I think Lawrence has been back for a couple games. Mm-hmm. But that run game's been off all season a little bit, you know, and I just think Dak's going to show everyone, like, listen, you know, this is why you paid me. This is, You know, I'm that guy. I'm going to get that first playoff win, and the Cowboys are here. And I think they get a, I think they get a dominant win. I think they shut shut up a lot of people this weekend, Mike. I'm with you. I agree. I agree, man. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome game. I think it's gonna be a really exciting game too. I think a lot of people are looking forward to that. This is like a rivalry when I was growing up, Cowboys and Niners all those years, man, watching Steve Young and Troy Aikman battle each other as well. That was awesome. Um listen, I think the Cowboys defense is, is fast and they could then they got guys who can get at the quarterback and I think they will do that all game. I think they'll hit Jimmy G a lot, really throw him off. Bang, you know, get get him really uneasy in the pocket. I do agree, Rich. I think Michael Parsons is a huge guy to have to basically say you are assigned to Debo Samuel. Like, wherever he goes, you go. And shut that out. Because I don't think if they have Debo operating the way he needs to, that way he did all year, I don't. I think they have a really hard time moving the ball down the field. Right now, I'm re-watching, which is crazy. And I, like, looked for it today. And I knew it was going to be on, so I waited later in the day. It's the 49ers versus the Rams, the last from week 18. Again, right now, there's about four minutes left until halftime, and it's 17 nothing Rams. I'm going to tell you something right now. If it's 17 nothing at this point against the Cowboys, they're going to release people at Jimmy. They're going to just rush him like crazy, and he's going to throw the ball up, Rich, and I think Diggs gets to definitely get to pick this game too. I, You know, that's big. We have to really like just pressure on this guy all game long and let Dak do his thing on offense let CD Lamb catch the ball let Amari touch the ball let every spread it out like you did all year and get the run game started early I know this guy Fred Warner's in the middle for the 49ers and everyone talks about him stopping Zeke Zeke's got to run through him man Zeke's got to run through all these guys because we need the run game I think we get Tony Pollard back too that's going to be a big thing as well this is a heck of a game man I'm oh, really yeah. excited. I'm going Cowboys. I'm going the plus three. The Niners could have it. Let's go. I'm really happy that this is all Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys very sweep. Nice. I, very nice. I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but I got Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't I'm just, to, I'm to that, elaborate. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm putting that out here right now on the podcast so that way we can come back. February thirteenth or whenever the Super Bowl is, and be like, dang, we'll be right he, really, he really called it all all the way back there. Might have <laughs> Bro, to, listen, that's a three hundred dollar Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, sir. Take one week at a time, man. Take one week at a Yo, time. <laughs> I like that mentality a lot. I really hope that's their mentality too. Is we win, we win in this whole thing, and exactly like Rich said too, week by week, man. I would love yeah. to start by beating this one Niner team, and then see who we see who we get up after that. Right. You just gotta go one and zero each week. That's it. That's it. Cars and Rams Monday. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I skipped the game. Steelers Chiefs Sunday night, um, eight o'clock. Steelers Chiefs. Rich, I'll let you go first on this one. Steelers Chiefs. Who you got? I think the I think the Chiefs defense is back, and I think that's what's gonna that's gonna hurt the Steelers. I think uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Who's that? Who, who's the nose guard for the Chiefs? That's really good. Chris Jones, right? Chris Jones, yeah. I think he's gonna be in. I think he's gonna be in Big Ben's lap all game. Ben's not gonna be able to get out and and move around. And I, I honestly think the Chiefs' defense just shows up and shuts down the Steelers. Uh, sorry, Ryan, but don't I mean be. that defense. Don't that be. defense has been hot now, and 
every week they're winning over the turnover battles. I mean, that defense is scoring touchdowns too. I mean, they're just hot, and I think that's what comes in. It's a huge factor going into the playoff is what team's hot, and I just think uh, the Chiefs. I honestly, the Chiefs' defense is what's going to win this game for them. Would you? Let me ask you something. They don't I, cover I, I, the twelve and a half, though. Ah, Sorry. No, they win by ten. They win by ten. Okay. I don't think they cover either. I also have the Chiefs, and I'll give a little breakdown in a second. And and I don't I don't think they cover though. I agree. But what would you rather go into the playoffs with? Your team being really shut down, you know, like you said, hot on defense, or just electric on offense? Like, what would you what would you rather come into the playoffs with? Well, when your offense is really good, like the Chiefs, when your defense comes in that hot, I just think it just helps that offense even more. Okay. You'd rather have a hot defense coming in like that? You know the offense can maybe make up for it? Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs' offense, we know it's explosive at any given second. So I'm not worried about the Chiefs' offense at all. Okay. I like that. Rob, who you got in this game? Uh... (laughs) Listen, I'll say this. Since you guys, since you guys already said that you don't have them covering, um, I'll say this. I, I think it'll be closer than a lot of people expect it to be. Um, I don't, I don't expect it to be. You know, Steelers up three touchdowns by halftime. I don't expect anything like that, obviously. Um, but I, I do think it is one of those write-off games where you're already putting the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and I think a lot of, a lot of guys. We just need to slow down a little bit because we, they are starting to click. They are they are getting hot and they're looking like the Chiefs again. Um, but there still are those issues that could be exploited. I think I, I don't think they're the perfect team. I don't think they're as strong as they were in past years. Um, but I agree that defense is hot. We we have a lot of really a lot of problems to figure out on offense of how <laughs> we're even going to move the ball. Um, but if we could figure something like that out and get a turnover or two, it wouldn't surprise me if it was a lot closer than some people think. Uh, all that being said, I do have the Chiefs winning it, though. I like can't. Like no, I, I, I think the Chiefs are a really good team. I don't know if they're if they're Super Bowl bound, but you know, I do, I do think they win this game. I think talk about draws. I think they, you know, got a team that doesn't have the firepower that they used to have in the Steelers in the past. Mm-hmm. And if the Chiefs are clicking, they could make it one of them ugly-looking games. But um, I tell you what, though, the Steel, the, you, the thing about playing the Steelers in the playoffs week, you know, in your first game, is your your guys are definitely not going into the next game feeling good. The Steelers, no. the Steelers are going to beat you up. Yeah. So you're going to get beat up. Najee's going to beat you up. Mink is going to beat you up on defense. You're going to get beat up. So the Chiefs are going to get beat up this game, man. I'll tell you that right now. The next game, we'll reap the benefits right. of that. But I think that's something that's definitely going down. And I do think the Steelers keep it close enough to cover that spread. But I got the Chiefs winning too, like we said mm-hmm. before. Last game, Cardinals, um, Rams. <sighs> one I've been going guys- back and forth with. So let me hear what you guys got first. Did you guys see the Rams uh, sign Eric Weddle? I saw that. He was <laughs> being retired. This guy came back. Crazy. You can start off Riley. They nervous that Kyler's going to throw the ball down the field? Oh, they're – I guess. To who? I think Hopkins being out is yeah. horrible for that team. Oh, man. This is tough. Man. This is tough. Um, 
I'll, I'll start out with my pick, and then I'll I'll get into why. I'm I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the Rams. Uh, what's the spread on that? Minus four, you said. Uh, man, that's a tough one. But I, I'm gonna ride with the Rams, and here's why. Um, they get Cam Akers back. Uh, I think that run game already is good enough, so that you have to worry about it. Um, and that opens up things up for for Cooper Cup, OBJ, Higby, uh, Van Jefferson. Even you know, it's just a lot of weapons to worry about on offense. And the Cardinals have been slumping. Obviously, at this point of the season, they started out so hot to where they right now. I mean, if they were playing like this all season, obviously they wouldn't be in the playoffs even. Um, so. I, I I gotta go with the Rams. Uh, I think that the defense uh, just makes a little bit too much for Kyler, being that he doesn't ha- really have the weapons that that he needs. I don't think I, I agree. DeAndre Hopkins not being there, being out is is huge. Uh, James Conner is still out. James Conner, I think, will be playing. Um, okay. But but here's the thing: I, without a really really dominant receiver, I think that the Rams could just let Jalen Ramsey roam around and just be dangerous everywhere. I think that he's gonna cause problems for for Kyler, and he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be scrambling a lot, and I don't think it's gonna be a productive uh, form of their offense. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Rams, and I'm gonna go with the Rams cover. Rich, what do you think? Uh, I'm pretty much with them. I just think. The Cardinals were hot in the beginning of the season. I think they were 8-0, I think, to start the season, correct? Yeah, I think so. And, I mean, what did they finish the season at? 9-7? and seven? I can't remember. 9-8? 10, 10 and 10, something. 10, 10 and 7. Yeah, yeah. So they basically won two games at the back end of the season, and they lost all the rest. It just shows that team's beat up. They lost Hopkins. They lost – James Conner will be back. But I just think they got lucky and got in, at, and the Rams are just a good team. You know, they're, they're all in. They brought – I mean – I don't know how much Eric Weddle is actually going to affect the game and how much he's going to play, but, you know, this team is all in, and Sean McFay is going to get this team ready to play. And and I think Matthew Stafford playing in the post, his first postseason, right? Yeah. I, I, he didn't go to postseason at all with the, with Detroit? I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I could be wrong. It's either, but, he, doesn't, he either hasn't gone or he hasn't won. It's yeah. one of the two, but he, hasn't done, he definitely hasn't won one. But – Won a game, a playoff game, is what I meant. Um, but I don't know if he's had a playoff game. That would have to yeah. But I know he hasn't won a playoff game, that's for sure. I agree. And I think him and Odell are kind of clicking now. You know, Cooper Cup's just a beast. I just mm-hmm. think there's too much. There's too much. Like he said, uh, Ryan said, Cam Akers is back. Sony Michelle's been playing well. I mean, the Rams are good. I think they, they win, they cover. I mean, defense is great. I mean, <laughs> what do you think, like, like, like you guys said, there, there's so many weapons on, in the Rams. They they are all in. You know, getting Stafford, there is a reason why you got him. You want you, you want to get in the playoffs, and now you want to really release him, everybody, and you know, use all those weapons and get Odell. And I think Von Miller was a huge pickup for the defense later in the year. And on in and they got Ramsey, and they got Donald, and they got. You know, every everyone now picking up Weddle, like, oh my gosh, man, like, how many superstars can get in Cam Akers back? Having Sony Michelle blow up after Henderson went down, Higby is awesome. That team is ridiculous, man. They're really that's a team you know, really 
I mean, I would say um, you don't want to play. Like, that would be a team I don't really want to play as the Cowboys, you know, either. And that was my whole thing with that. But with that being said, Cooper Cup, 1,947 yards this year. Had the most receiving yards and touchdowns by a receiver in the NFL since 2005. 1,947 yards receiving, bro. 145 catches, 16 touchdowns. And 13.4 yards per catch. Insane. That's like ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Ridiculous. People say who's the best receiver in the NFL. I mean, you have to say it's him. Devontae Adams is right there with 1,500 receiving yards and 11 touchdowns. So, like, I mean, he's close, but Cooper Cuff is blowing everybody out of the water. The Rams are really tough. If there is, though, a upset of the weekend, I think it comes in this game. If it does, Whoa. I don't think it. I don't think it is, but I think if it there is an upset, it's this game. This game, somehow, some way. I love Kyler Murray. I think, and Cliff Kingsbury is very coach, very creative, and, and I think that defense is better than what we give it credit for. Shown that they could really come together, you know, to play very well when they all decide to play. You know, kind of like on a string with each other. You know, being there for every play. You know, collaborating on tackles. It's just like they can be dangerous, man. Um, but I don't. I don't think they could win this game. But if it is. An upset. I think it's this game. I'm going Rams as well. That team's really tough, man. Scary to Rams, man. If they, I think that would be the biggest disappointment too. If getting all these guys and they lose, that's a tough thing to swallow. Yeah. The Rams. By the way, it's seventeen nothing. It's halftime. Thirty. <laughs> there's thirty three seconds left on the clock. Let that happen in the game against seventeen nothing Rams beating the finals in week eighteen. Pat didn't watch the game. I don't know what he's talking about. He didn't watch the game at all. So I don't know what time T V is. Let's just wrap this up really quick here with two more questions. MVP oh, on quick, offense. Re- uh real quick, Mike, I'm sorry. Um I just wanted to, to go back to what we said about Matt Stafford. He's reached to the, the playoffs three times, but no, he's never won a game. So okay. we, yeah. we were right about not winning, but yeah, apparently he's reached it three times with the Lions. That's what I thought. When Rich said that, I was like, wait a second. I feel like he was in been in the playoffs with Detroit somehow, some way. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad we right. got that. See what happens, man? We're a couple of week, months off. We have Ryan researching in the background, so you don't got to hit us <laughs> up and be like, come on, what you got? Man, we got no research this yeah. year. Don't worry. Come on. We do it now. That's why I was saying. We're I got to get it covered. Do We're going fresh off the dome with these <laughs> That's things. That's it. Perfect. Back to chat, man. And before we wrap up, MVP. Defensive player of the year. I'm going Tom Brady as MVP. I think Tom Brady had a crazy, ridiculous year. I think he edges out Aaron Rodgers just by a little bit. I like Brady's stats, just a little bit more yards and touchdowns. Um, Just like what he did with that team, battling adversity all year with the injuries over there and still making that offense look good. Defensive player of the year. I got to go T.J. Watt, man. That guy wreaked havoc this year. He literally looked at, looked unstoppable, was hurt, still had the numbers he had. Just think that, you know, if there's a second place, it's Micah Parsons to me. But I, I got to go T.J. Watt. You got on, what do you guys, MVP, right? And who do you got defensive player of the year? Um, For, M- for MVP, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I just think that the season they put together after, you know, all the controversy that was in the offseason, even during the season, uh, I think if you just look at his play, it's it's just leading the Packers to, you know, a one seed and a really really talented NFC this year. Um, 
I do like, I do think Tom Brady is right there. Uh, I think it's just the finish that Aaron Rodgers had compared to Tom Brady. I know he lost a lot of his weapons, um, but I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. And then defensive MVP is is a no-brainer for me is TJ Watt. The, you know, tying the sack record in, in uh, what, four, 14 or 15 games that he played. Um and just the amount of just the impact he has overall on the game, the d- difference between him being on the field and not on the field for the Steelers' defense is, is insane. Um, and to me, he he's he's deserved it for a few years now and hasn't gotten it. So I think this is finally the year, you know, that he gets it. What you got, Rich? Wrap us up here. Uh, <clears throat> I like Tom Brady for MVP. Um. <laughs> His numbers are just a little better than, than Aaron Rodgers, uh, and, it's, and it's Tom Brady. So I think you got to give him the MVP. The dude's 43 years old. That, I know that doesn't really come into the picture in this, but like I said, his stats are great. It does. Uh, it might. It might. But I think he has more passing yards, more uh, more touchdowns thrown. So I think he just edges out Aaron Rodgers a little bit to get the MVP. And I agree with you guys. T.J. Watt, a beast. 22 and a half sacks and like you said 15 games i believe he was out a couple games right and i mean it's yeah, tackles it's, too it's the tackles are ridiculous the numbers the 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 hits the rushes the everything the numbers are crazy man yeah. in the amount of games that he played like don't let me no i don't want to hear anybody with the you know michael strahan first of all michael strahan's last one was given to him and um he played in less games anyway he was hurt so guy was destroyed it man but hey Anyone wants to give Micah Parsons a vote? I ain't mad at that either, but <laughs> T.J. Watt deserves it, man. T.J. Watt definitely deserves it. You guys got anything to add before we sign off here? Great episode, man. Respect the chat came back at you. Oh, yeah. We gave you the playoff picture preview. Here we go. We're going with that. You know I like to just throw out all those things. I, I feel like that was a playoff picture preview, PPP. The, alli- the alliteration. Oh, holy cow. Okay, there you go. That's what they're called, the alliteration. Alliteration, man. yeah. I read it and weep. We'll be back hopefully next week with some so of the results of back. these games. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We'll be back with some of the results of these games. Well, I want to talk, like, you know, what's going to happen with some other teams, like with coaches being fired now, and maybe there's new quarterbacks in different cities. I want to talk about that, too. So there's a lot to talk about. Basketball's in full effect. I want to talk about that as well. UFC is about to light up back on fire again Ooh, coming yeah. up here really soon. So we got a lot to talk about with that. But respect the chat, man. We out. Peace.